Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. In today's episode, I will be sharing some of my insights uh, when it comes to entrepreneurship. So this episode will mostly cover feelings that I had after my business started. We have actually done the launch. Of course, I cannot really relate my uh, experience to you if I will not share, you know, some background of how it all happened. So I remember uh, when we started conceptualizing about the business Okay, so I am involved in a few businesses, but in this particular episode, I'll be talking about Catapult, which is our uh, business coaching business okay, company. This particular concept started uh, in our mind before together with my business partner when we came to a stage when we thought uh, after many, many years of being uh, leaders in the corporate world, it is probably time to concentrate on imparting knowledge to others. And it just so happened that my business partner was somehow having some challenges in uh, his own field because he's in the hospitality industry. And that was the time that travels and border restrictions were happening. And he is working with a multinational travel company and he is based in uh, Thailand. The pandemic really affected the travel industry. All of a sudden, travelers and tourists, they're not able to come over and really the travel industry is the first industry that suffered. So what happened then is uh, he has a choice to stay with the company and wait until the, the travel industry is able to recuperate from whatever is the cause of the pandemic. But he also has an opportunity there to do something different. And since I wanted to do coaching business, but I'm still enjoying my job, then we started to conceptualize, why don't we just partner in this business and start creating it? So the planning stage is, this is what we want to do. This We are not particularly strong in this area. Then we started listing down what are the areas that we need to look into? Are there specific knowledge that we need to acquire? Then, of course, we also look at the amount of resources that we have when we, if we want to open the business. We looked at what do we need? Do we do it virtually? Do we need an office? How do we incorporate? How can we open one in Singapore? And all those basics of how to set up the business. So the day we incorporated and finally it, it all came into reality that the business is there. Of course, you are so happy. Hey, we have done, you know, like a, a big step. We were able to make the plans into reality and you just celebrate, you know, that the launching, right? But that is only like really the start of the whole entrepreneur journey, right? And the next day when you wake up, you get into the realization that 
the clock is already ticking, right? So, for example, of course, your expenses in the business starts on day one. If you're renting an office, of course, the rent starts on day one and it's something that you cannot undo again. So when reality hits you that, hey, we're really in business, of course, you get all the excitement. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's put all our ideas into place. But what I learned through all these different stages is that it's not as rosy as you would paint it in your mind when you are in the dreaming stage, right? And even in the planning state, you wouldn't still realize it. But once you get into day one of the launch and you are already like, you know, functioning as a company, then that's when it hits you. Money is going out and uh, you need to get money flowing in. That's when you start realizing that business, no matter how nice it was, you painted it in your mind. It's never as easy. And every day you get to realize that there are a series of challenges that, you know, you need to overcome. And uh, reality will hit you that there are some things that you have not considered. No matter how good your planning is, situation will always come uh, and present themselves to you that you will realize, hey, I need to do this. I am exposed in this particular area. There's a, this is a risk that I didn't consider. So you need to get into a mode where you try to mitigate whatever will be the effect of you if you have not planned for something. So for example, in the initial stage, you are thinking, oh, I'm just a startup, so I don't need any person yet, right? I can do things on my own until the business is bigger and I can hire another person. That's when I started realizing together with my business partner that it can either slow you or push you forward depending on how you will react when particular challenges come up as you open the business. So, for example, for us, initially we are thinking he can do this, I can do that, we can survive with, you know, just the two of us uh, until we are able to like find new clients and start really earning. But then we realized if we do it on our own and don't find another person to help us, for example, on the admin side, on those clerical things, then our value as coaches or somebody who can contribute more, we cannot do that because we are too tied up with the little things that we could have delegated to somebody else and we could just focus on things that where we are good at. So you need to like adjust as you go along. Uh, the initial plan should not cast it in stone that it's not something that we can change. We need to like wait until next year. So my advice to those who are uh, starting in business is that you always go back to the plan and adjust accordingly. The good thing about it being your business and being a small business, you can react as fast as you can. The challenge with a bigger business is that if you try to change a particular strategy or a particular approach, you will be affecting other people in a bigger company, right? But here you are more agile. You can react very quickly, try to correct mistakes quickly, and try to change the direction if you think that you need to do a little tweak to move forward. But lastly, I think the most important one is persisting. So doing business is will never be easy. Uh, we all know that a lot of businesses, uh, even if they survive one year, two years, three years, there's still a big chance that they can fold up and the company will close down after probably five years, right? It depends on 
how persistent the owner of the company is and how you would really overcome the challenges. But to me, sometimes when I get to be very busy with things and I would find that doing business on the side is eating up my weekend and sometimes I feel like I wish I can have more time and I'm not working and doing business all my life during the seven days of the week. I think to be able to persist, you need to be able to share frustrations with people who are in the same boat as you are. So it's very important to have a support system, whether it's friends, but most importantly, I think it's good to find startup entrepreneurs like yourself because you can always share frustrations. You can always uh, share what is she doing that's bringing success. Can I apply that to my business? And overall, like in a race, if you are with people, for example, in a marathon ride, there are people running beside you or in front of you or a person running behind you. It pushes you to towards going forward. And you wouldn't think about just stopping or going against a direction. When you see people going through the same experience, it helps you to persist. It brings a lot of memories and a lot of reflection on what is your reason for starting your business. And I think that will help, really, really help for you to persist until you get to your goal of particular income or a particular uh, you know, increase in capital that you want to achieve going forward. Last but not the least is the importance of celebrating success. Even if it's like really, really small steps going forward, I make it a point to stop and celebrate that, hey, I was able to do this. I was able to finish this product. We're able to launch this. We're able to uh, give another offer. We had a new customer today. So those simple things will be very helpful to make you feel that your business is going forward and that will help you as well in persisting and being committed to growing your business. So this is my sharing on how I am embracing entrepreneurship. It's not a smooth travel and I'm expecting that, but I am committed to making it very fruitful journey going forward and someday being able to see the fruits of my labor and seeing the company grow and just give value to our clients. So if you want to know more about some insights, please follow me in my Facebook and Instagram accounts and my personal blog. I look forward to having you in my next episode. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, Come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration and I'll speak to you soon.